Welcome to the Modern Husbands Podcast, where Dr. Ross, Christian, and Brian host national experts who share ideas to manage money and the home as teammates. Although Christian Cheryl is our co-host, for today, we are flipping the script to speak with him and his wife, Dr. Heyman. Christian is the Director of Growth and Advocacy at NextGen Personal Finance. His work and passion are to help end the opportunity gap, specifically by guaranteeing all high school students engage in a personal finance course before they graduate from high school by the year 2030. Christian is a Dartmouth College grad. Christian's wife, Chelsea Heyman, MD, is an emergency medicine resident at NYU. Their story and ideas to manage the modern home is full of ideas applicable to many other high-achieving 21st century couples. Today's discussion is part two of how you can support your partner's career. Enjoy the show. Dr. Heyman, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Well, for uh, our listeners, um, or I should say viewers who watch on YouTube, um, you'll see that Dr. Heyman and Christian are sitting together. And uh, that's because although Christian's typically a co-host, uh, they are they are married. And I told them earlier that if I had a modern husband's magazine and could have like a picture of like the perfect modern husband's couple and how they support each other, it would be like them right here, right now. Um, so I'm thrilled that that Dr. Heyman uh, joined us today and Christian will be here as well. I promise not to try to make him blush too much. Um, let's let's start out with a little bit of background. Um, Dr. Heyman, can you tell us a little bit about your journey from college until now? Yeah, of course. So I uh, I grew up in California to a, fa- a family with quite a few doctors in them, but in the in college, I realized that I didn't really have much life experience. So I decided, you know, instead of going straight to medical school from undergrad, I decided to do Teach for America, which is uh, actually where I met Christian. So after college, graduating as a pre-med um, psych with a psych degree, I taught uh, seventh grade science for three years in Richmond, California. And uh, I still loved medicine and I loved teaching, educating about health. So I decided to go to medical school also in California. And um, so I went to medical school for four years, realized I loved the emergency medicine uh, field. And so now I am a resident, second year resident at NYU and Bellevue in New York City um, as an emergency medicine physician. And so what's what's tougher um, dealing with uh, somebody who is really in bad shape, who's come into the ER or a seventh grade class on the second to last day of school? <laughs> that is a great question. And I think about that a lot, which which part of my life I felt was more challenging. And, you know, I think. I think teaching definitely was more challenging. I think in the location that we were in the state of um, the education system, um, it was a lot more challenging as a young teacher than, you know, in the emergency room where you have such a um, strong support system and Mm -hmm. um, you work more as I felt like as a team than sometimes you do feel like in education. So even though working in the emergency room is really very challenging and, um, still one of the hardest things that I do. I think being a seventh grade science teacher still takes the number one spot is like the most challenging time in my life. 
Well, all three of us and, of course, Modern Husbands have, have a deep appreciation and love for, for teachers. Uh, so when so you all you already went over how you all met. Um, but is there any specific story that goes along with that? Yeah, there is. There's uh, one I think is a pretty funny story. So we two days after we graduated from college, we were whisked right to um Loyola Marymount, which is a college in LA, to do our teacher training for five weeks before we were in the classroom. We were both part of the Richmond Corps. Um, so the first time we were meeting was in like a classroom on the campus. We were eating Chipotle. Um, none of us really knew each other. And we were going around the room introducing ourselves. And Christian happens to be like right in the center of the room. He's like surrounded by people. And so he goes up, stands up and because he's trying to address everyone in the room, he's like looking around and um, he's like, wow, I, f- I feel like I'm a rotisserie Christian right now. <laughs> uh, just a laugh from everyone. Uh, such a Christian, you know, dad joke, but it's, it was so memorable. And, you know, I thought it was, you know, very cute and very humble. And um, we got to know each other as both science teachers and um, the rest is history. I can just visualize that, that <laughs> moment. Brian, in our second meeting, uh, we went to the beach with some of our friends. We we used to go down to, it was right in, uh, what was that beach? Marina del Rey, something? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, in um, Santa Monica, near Santa Monica. And um, Chelsea uh, and I were at the beach together, but I had absolutely no idea that there was like any that you know that she thought i was like uh worthwhile or whatever so uh we had all gotten out of the water uh sitting around on on towels and uh chelsea had like made a little spot on her towel right next to her for uh, ah, okay. christian to, to come sit there but i just like did not get the memo so <laughs> i was sitting like three, four feet in front uh, of her. And there was just this empty <laughs> space next to her. I'm such a knucklehead. Um, but, you know. Did did you, at what point, Dr. Heyman, did you want to smack him in the back of the head and be like, just get over here? I mean, it was it was pretty immediate. But, you know, I at the same time, I was like, maybe he's just not not interested. I, I didn't know at that point how clueless he just really was. <laughs> <laughs> So it took it took him quite a while to uh you know figure things out on his own, which I think <laughs> was necessary. Bashful. <laughs> um all right. So uh Christian, what do you do now? Uh I do growth and advocacy for a nonprofit called Next Gen Personal Finance. We're on a mission to guarantee that every high school student in the U.S. will take a personal finance class before they graduate so that when young people are headed out into the real world, they have, you know, the financial skills to thrive uh, in an increasingly challenging financial landscape. Um, And so I do a bunch of different things within that organization. Uh, I advocate at the state level. These days, uh, working with different state legislatures and state departments of education to roll out 
personal finance graduation requirements at the state level. Uh, I work a lot with educators, so I, I conduct uh, professional development sessions. Um, and Brian, you you know, back in the day, uh, helped me out quite a bit with the credit certification course, the consumer credit uh, certification course, and I also do a consumer skills uh, course focused on uh, basically how the internet and social media impacts consumer spending decisions uh, and what we can do about that uh, for young people who are bombarded with social media. So it's it's a mixed bag of things that I do for the organization, but I just really believe in the mission. So uh, happy to put in the work. And and how many hours a week on average do you do you work? Not as many as Chelsea. Uh, look how you're uh, uh, you're so modest. Is is it fair to say fifty to sixty? Sure. Okay. And I the reason I share this is because I want to provide context to the listeners. Most households, the majority of households in the United States, are dual income, and so when we have these conversations, I I don't want uh, people to believe that one partner is at home with very few responsibilities outside of that home that that model that the modern day america is full of two households where two people are working hard and that you have to find ways to make sure that you each are supported but there are times where one person who has a career that is um, in particularly um, stressful or um, one person has a career, like in my case, where the person is extremely ambitious in the more the corporate world, where it's necessary to maybe do a little bit more to provide the support structure at home that's necessary for their partners to thrive. Um, and so kind of understanding that as context, uh, Dr. Heyman, how do you two manage your household? Well, it's, you know, it's, it's a team effort and uh, it's definitely still a work in progress. I think, like you said, um, Christian does work 50, you know, 60 hours a week. And um, I generally, when I, especially when I'm in the emergency room work um, 80 plus hours a week. So, you know, Christian is, knows that both of us prefer a clean and, um, uh, a clean, a clean household. You can cut that out. That sounded terrible. <laughs> no, that's authentic. Um, you know, a well-maintained household, and he, without asking or ba- you know me nagging, I think would be the right word. Um, just you know, keeps it keeps it clean. Takes the time to um in the morning or in the middle of the day when he has um time off or doesn't have a meeting, we'll um, make sure things are clean and tidy and cooks cooks me meals because, you know, most days when I work from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. or 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., I am so exhausted. I kind of melt on the couch and having a household that is clean and having a meal that's prepared. I mean, I, I that's just a game changer for me. And I say my even though my job is very stressful and um i think majority of residents um across the country are pretty burnt out and um find themselves un, 
and happy a lot of the time because I have such a strong and supportive husband and have a household that I feel like safe and warm and I can come and um, talk with him and he will listen. I, it makes my job the next day just so much easier. So that's, you know, that's how he supports me in the household. And, you know, it's the, the small things like paying our rent, knowing how much money to put towards retirement um, saving up for like our future family. That's, that's something we do together. I think it's like extremely important for us to both be knowledgeable about our finances and, um, you know, learn from others. I mean, we learn a lot from my dad, who's also in finance and, you know, what, what's the best savings account to, um, put money towards like a future house. And Christian learns a lot on his job. And, you know, I count on his knowledge to, help me with, you know, my credit card and, um, you know, our retirement accounts and, but we still learn, we make mistakes and we're still young. And I think that as long as we're willing to listen to one each other, but also do, do our own research, um, into how best, you know, have a happy and successful future. I think that's, you know, very important. One of the the reasons that I was so excited about having you two on here is because um, I knew how you worked together at home. And men are struggling right now, many men, uh, not all, just to find their place in the modern household because 40 years ago, the roles were very clear. Um, a man's responsibility was to, to provide financially and that when they did that, they felt fulfillment. And what's happened over time is that fortunately there has been um, an evolution that is providing equity inside the workplace and the world's better because of it. But we also need to make sure that men recognize that with that means that there are new roles that a man can have that will also define how great of a partner they are, that go beyond bringing home the bacon, so to speak. And, and that men are unfortunately right now, um, uh, there's a, there's uh, more men who um, commit suicide than women. Men are depressed in large part, according to research, because they can't find their way. They don't understand where they fit. And Dr. Heyman, as you were describing what Christian does, it was with sincere appreciation mm -hmm. and, and you can see, you know, as bashful as Christian is, that it made him feel good. And I think that in itself, if there are any female listeners, just to show appreciation to your partner for, you know, doing those things to recognize that even though your partner also works, that they're they're going above and beyond recognizing what you have to do. That gives men the same kind of feeling that they would have 50 years ago, walking in from a day's work, holding their briefcase, knowing that they provided for their family. They're just providing in a different way. So thank you for thank you for sharing that. Um, so when you when you talk about you know managing money together, um, one of the things that stuck out to me is that you both had a hand in it, which is which is really important because you now have shared goals, right? Um, so let's divide managing money into two things. Um, let's divide it into, um, managing money is just establishing goals and an understanding of the direction you're going to go and then controlling money, meaning, um, the mechanics of it, right? Like 
who actually pays the rent? You know, who's the one that goes in and ups the retirement? Um, how do you all divide those two things? That's a good question. I think as far as things that, you know, have a timeline and for example, rent is due this day, I think just my nature, I'm more organized and I, I remember, you know, okay, it's the last weekend of the month we need to pay rent. Um, so that's something that I'm just, you know, a little better at. And so I make sure rent is paid on time or, um, electricity bill and our cable bill, um, everything is paid. I think as far as, you know, dealing, managing our credit score or our retirement and those sort of nitty gritty details that, you know, Christian is much more knowledgeable about. Um, he, you know, advises me and um, he's much better at, you know, knowing when to pay our credit card bill to help, you know, with our credit score. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but um, so he, he understands um, the background of that a little bit better, whereas I'm more like the organizational uh, schedule, making things sure things are on schedule. All right. I, Christian, I've got to ask, um, you love to cook. <laughs> I love to cook, but you're far better than me. What is, what is your favorite meal to prepare? Uh, favorite as measured by the frequency with which I cook this meal, uh, would be like turkey taco, turkey tacos with like onions and mushrooms some bell peppers, uh, you know, some tasty seasoning going on. Although I got to up my seasoning game, but anyway, um, that's, that would be in terms of like frequency in terms of like the amount of joy you know, that goes into prepping the meal. One of my favorite things to cook is chicken piccata. I don't, I don't even know what that is. It's so it's chicken. As the name would suggest. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Parsley, capers, garlic, lemon. Um, usually served over pasta, but you can. You can switch it up however you want. And it's good. Could you switch it up maybe with a little white rice? Yeah, some rice, maybe some cauliflower. uh, Maybe get one of those funky like uh, green pastas. That we have so much of right now. (laughs) I accident, not accidentally. I subscribe to a thing that delivers us like, well, it's a subscription. So a subscription of different food items. And I so, so regret it because I can't figure out how to unsubscribe from certain items in the box. And one of those items is those darn chickpea pastas. And so we have like 40 boxes of chickpea. Pasta. <laughs> we don't really eat that often anyways. Neither so. of us likes it. <laughs> and so this this was um, that we both established that I should be ordering the the groceries which i (laughs) decided he wanted to help and i think we also established that that's not one of his um skills he'll stick to that i'll i'll order all the groceries i'll make sure we have enough of everything he'll cook (laughs) i think that's what's uh, what's the meal that you prefer most that he prepares dr heyman this would be interesting you know that's, that's a great question i he makes these um, 
chicken, I think it's chicken and ground beef, ground chicken and ground beef meatballs. It's like some Mediterranean, it tastes like Mediterranean spices. I don't really know what he makes it with. Um, that's my favorite meat. I think, um, my favorite vegetable is I love a good ratatouille with, you know, the squash, zucchini, um, eggplant is my favorite vegetable. Um, so those, those two combines, maybe, maybe over occasionally a bit of the, uh, chickpea pasta. <laughs> Rarely. <laughs> that's not like a, a good meal to me. I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot, Christian. Can you send over those recipes so we can post them with the podcast? Sure. Uh, now I am a, uh, shoot from the hip kind of guy when it comes to cooking. <laughs> okay. This is why if I ever try to bake something, it's a disaster, but cooking chef's kiss because, uh, I put a lot of heart, put a lot of soul. I don't know if I ever really follow a recipe, but I used to have a podcast with a ton of recipes and I bet that some of the ones that have been described here are on there. So I can send those to you. Perfect. Uh, yeah. yeah, that'd be perfect. Okay. So I want to end with um, just kind of one takeaway. We like to do this uh, for our listeners where they can walk away realizing, okay, this is an actionable step that I can, I can do to make changes. <laughs> and uh um, and when I, when I ask this question, I want to, um, you know, provide, you know, additional context here. Um, so our listeners kind of, you know, really appreciate this, the relationship, um, when, when you have, um, a spouse who is working on a job that has, you know, really high stakes, like when things go wrong for me in my job right now, I can just like, edit the blog post. Like the, the, the world is not going to come to an end. It's okay. I sent the wrong tweet. Okay. I'll hit delete. Um, where, you know, Dr. Heyman, you know, her, her job when, if, if something happens or if they, like, it's just something that is an unmanageable people die. Right. So I can only imagine all the, imagine the emotional toll that takes on somebody. And that, and I, I bring this up because I think that it's important that as spouses, we are empathetic and we look at what life looks like through the lens of our spouse for an, to gather an appreciation of what they need um, to come home and unwind. Um, and so with all of that said, uh, what is one piece of advice, Dr. Heyman, that you want to share uh, with our listeners, whether it's something that Christian does that that you love um, or something Christian does where you're like, I could not go without this. It's a really great question. I feel like there's quite a few things, but I, free. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, when I'm having, when I had, you know, a terrible shift, um, when I come home, the most amazing thing that he does, and this is something that he didn't always do. I think it would took uh, communication between us to really figure out how best to support me. But the the thing that he does the best is um, sitting next to me on the couch and listening, um, just letting me talk as long as I need and just sitting there. He's not on his phone. He's not on his computer. Um, and he listens. And at the end, he doesn't try and say, well, you 
why don't you do this or make any suggestions of how, you know, I can feel better or how I should proceed. It's wow. That sucks. Like, I'm sorry. That was a really hard day. Um, I'm sorry that happens. I believe in you. And that's, I think that's something that he didn't know how to do originally. Originally, he really wanted to try and figure out a solution to whatever problem I was having. And that's not what I needed. And um, I feel like, especially because we're in, um, we have very different jobs versus we used to have the same job. Um, it's just so important that he is there, there to listen. Um, and that is really, really meaningful because that's usually all I need at the end of the day. And then we put on a happy show, like a new girl and he has dinner ready for me. And, you know, I wake up the next morning and go to my shift. Well, I am so proud to call you my friend, Christian. Um, just hearing that warms my heart, knowing you know how good of a spouse you are. Uh, Dr. Heyman uh, and Christian uh, loved having you on the show. We, we really appreciate it. Uh, you certainly are a model of what we like to see from modern husbands, couples. And uh, for our listeners, I'm sure you've got some, some great ideas uh, from today's podcast. Thanks again for joining. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to click subscribe wherever you download your podcasts and share the Modern Husbands podcast with your friends. A special thanks to our guest and, of course, to all of our listeners. Please be on the lookout for new and exciting announcements on ModernHusbands.com. Until next time, be well.